Om Jnanati Mirandasya Jnananjanan Salakaya Chakshur Militam Yenatasme Sigurve Nama Shastamanumapi Sachiputra Matra Surupam Rupam Tasyagrajam Urupurim Maturim Gostavatim Radha Kundam Giribaram Ohoradika Madhavasam Prapto Yasapatita Kripaya Shigurum Tamnatosmi Bandeshi Krishna Chaitanya Nitananda Sodito Gododai Pushpobanto Chitro Sandotumodo Ajanolambito Bujo Kanakabadato Sankitanai Kupitoro Kamalaya Takso Vishpamboro Twijaboro Yukadharma Palo Bande Jagat Priyakoro Karunavutaro Sri Guru Parampara Ki Jai Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai 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 Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Binda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Shri Krishna Das Kaviraj Kushami Mahashai Ki Jai Jai Sri Bhakti Vidanta Shami Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Bhakti Rakhapsida Dev Goshami Maharaj Ki Jai Jai Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Bhakti Vinod Puribar Ki Jai Gaur Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai O Premanandi So we're reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila, Chapter 19. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gives his instructions to Rupa Goswami. And this, of course, the instructions we find here to Rupa Goswami at Prague, the confluence of the Ganga and the Jamuna and the Sarasati, very auspicious place. Prague is sometimes called Tirtaraj, the king of Tirthas. We make a differentiation between a Tirtha and a Dham. Vrindavan Dham, Navadvip Dham, Chichetra Jagannath Puri Dham. These are the three Vaishnav Dhams, or really places of, of the Lord's domicile when he descends into the world as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These are the three principal places of his pastimes. Nabudvip, place of his appearance, Jagannath Puri, where he spent the greater part of his pastimes, and Vrindavan, of course, where he's just visited. Now he's coming from Vrindavan to Prayag. We wonder, what could bring Shaitanya Mahaprabhu out of Vrindavan? He wanted to go there. He's Krishna. He wanted to go to Vrindavan, but there were many obstacles in the way. Finally, and, and outside of Vrindavan, just hearing the name Vrindavan, he would go into a swoon and pass out. So once he actually arrived in Vrindavan, what was his position then? How absorbed he was and lost to external considerations. So 
How could we get him out of Vrindavan? This is in some one sense answered here in this chapter because Rupa Goswami is on his way to Vrindavan. He's in coming to Prayag. And Mahaprabhu is really the most important of all the devotees of Krishna in Vrindavan is Rupa, Sri Rupa Manjari, who appears in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila as Rupa Goswami. So his eagerness to meet with Sri Rupa, bringing him out of Vrindavan. And now, in tonight's discussion, they're going to meet. And we've heard previously how they had met briefly in the past. Mahaprabhu gave some instructions and so forth. But now, at this time in his life, Rupa Goswami is freed from all uh, external encumbrances to his being fully involved in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's service. So, he's in the... He's in the uh, as an example to all of us, he's in the ideal position to hear everything that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has to say. He's in a kinchan position, meaning renounced. If we em- the idea is if we empty our hearts, our hearts out of all types of material attachments, then it becomes a very fitting place for Krishna to and his representative to to awaken the desire for loving Krishna. So, as I've mentioned before, the instructions in this chapter are very important. They're the basis of all of Rupa Goswami's writings, which are vast and and extremely important to all of the Vaishnavas, especially his books, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and Ujjwal Nirmani, for those who are the latter, for those who have eligibility for Madhurja Rasa. So, we heard last night how Rupa Goswami left home and wrote a letter to his brother Sanatan telling him somehow or other find a way and get out of your entanglement in the government service and find a way to meet me, myself and our younger brother Anupam Malik, also known as Sri Balabha. Anupam Malik was his name in relation to the government service of the of the uh, Nawab Hussein saw the Muslim government. They had been they were actually it's actually a title like uh, Dabir Khas, Sakar Malik, Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami were named uh, were were given these titles. So his their younger brother also had a similar title. So Rupa Goswami has said, the two of us, Anupam and I, are, are going to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We're leaving home. We're never going back. And you should find a way to meet with us. At that time, Sanatana was in prison. The Nawab Hussein Sa had locked him up because he was uh, had uh, left his his government service. So... He was considered a, uh, an upstart and a criminal. Rupagoswami left him some coins to bribe the jailer, and and more the spirit of his in his letter the spirit of his own enthusiasm to meet with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he says, 
Since Kabiraj relates, Anupam Molik Tannanam Sibhalabha. So as I mentioned, the, the other name of Anupam Malik is Sri Bhalab, the younger brother, one of the, the, the younger brother of Rupa Goswami, Sanatan being his elder brother. Rupa Goswami Chotobhai Parama Vaishnav. So it says here that he was the Chotobhai, the younger brother of Rupa Goswami and Parama Vaishnav. He was a topmost uh, Vaishnav, topmost devotee. Anupam or Sri Bhalab and Rupa and Sanatan, once they were all uh, together and they made a pact amongst one another after discussing the scriptures at some length, they reached the conclusion unanimously that the, objectively speaking, the highest ideal, religious ideal, was to serve Radha and Govinda in Vrindavan. So they made a pact to remain together always in the service of Radha and Govinda. But at night, when they took rest, Sri Balab, Palm, he couldn't sleep. Because in his heart, love for Ram, Ram Chandra, Sita Ram, had developed. It is mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita in another place. Krishna Prem Nityasiddha Sadya Kabunai Shravan Adi Sudhachite Koraya Udai Krishna Prem, love for Krishna, is not Sadya Kabunai, it's not manufactured. It's not, uh, it's not a product of the, of the realm of karma, of cause and effect. It's eternally existing. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem. Sadhika Bunai. It's not a product of anything. But it's eternally existing and in a dormant condition. In Goloka. In Vaikuntha. And all the spiritual expanse. There are so many swarups that are in a, in a dormant condition. It's just like if a, if a man or a lady goes into a, a clothes store, then there are so many suits hanging, so many pairs of pants, and so many coats, and so forth. And there's one man in there, and he's a salesperson, and someone, you come in and he says, Oh, I have just... I." I have just a thing for you. Come. You put this on. Now look. Is that you? That's you. That's the, the best, your best face. The best you can be. And then you feel the coat. Yes, that's... Then you look. Yes, that's me. Like that. The coat's already existing. The pants already existing. And the guru... He just makes adjustment. He sees your nature, our nature. He adjusts and says, this is for you. And you feel it. Yes. Yes. That's good for me. So, Sadduka Bunai. It's not manufactured. It's dormant. And, Sravanadi Sudhachitte Koreya Udai. By hearing, chanting, etc. Sravanadi. What happens is, Sudhachitte. 
our consciousness, our heart, become shuddha, clear, clean, like a crystal. And then next to uh, love of Krishna, embodied in the great devotee, it reflects in us, shines out. Shavanadi Sudachite, by hearing a jay, the consciousness becomes good and clear and korai udhai, it awakens within our heart. So everybody has the nature. We can say it's existing in the heart, we can say it's existing in Golok, but really when we speak like this we make no difference because home is in the heart. It's like when someone sometimes speaks to us, we say, oh, that really hit home, touched the spot within us. So, saintly persons, they can speak in such a way that it touches our heart. We feel at home. So, Anupam, he had developed to such an extent that his natural position in love for Ram, Sita Ram, had reached a pitch in his heart that, he, that although he could understand objectively worship of Radha Govinda, that is the sweetest thing, he was attached to the worship of Ram. So two things, one thing I should say, two things, the objective reality and the subjective reality. So objective reality is one thing from a neutral position, we'll say, oh, the service of Krishna and Radha Govinda and Goloka, that is the highest thing. What Mahaprabhu came to give is the highest thing. He came to really to taste the highest thing. He is Krishna trying to taste the love of Radha. For that, he needs the help of Rupa Goswami, who is a taster of that, who is, in that sense, more important to us than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's the highest reach of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism. But what Mahaprabhu has done is come and served a feast, a big feast, to so many people. Everyone sits down and eats according to their, their appetite. Some will devour the whole plate and ask for more. Some will eat a little of this, a little of that. So according to our nature, then in connection with Mahaprabhu's mission, we will develop in terms of a relationship with Krishna. So Anupam had developed in this way. That was his nature. So though he could objectively understand, oh, the highest thing is the service of Radha and Krishna, subjectively, his own experience was that he could never give up the service of Ram, even for Radha and Govinda. Although by stepping back from his from his feeling, he could objectively say, yes, that's the highest thing. So it is, one thing is what is objectively the highest, but Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, each time in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he makes the point, oh, this Madhur Dalila, that is the best. Each time he says, he qualifies that, says, but actually the best is whatever is best for each person. Love of Krishna is love of, love of God is love of God. There are many different types and tastes meant to suit different types of devotees. Of course, we all come into Gaudiya Sampradaya, so it, it emphasizes uh, this uh, Vrindavan 
bhakti. So it's unlikely that we'll be attracted to this if that is not our uh, destination as, as well. But there may be some difference of destinations, and here is a good example. Some people say that, oh, the, the guru man, manufactures this swarup. But this is a good example for us. They say that the swarup, the, your, your identity in, in, in Krishna, in Krishna's service, is, a, is based on, only on association. If you associate with a particular type of a devotee, with a particular type of taste, then that you'll get. But we find here that Anupam was associating with Rupa Sanatana. They had a particular type of taste. He was the younger brother, so they were his instructors, his teachers. But he did not get that kind of taste. And so the, the, the point is that this is inherent. And it's like a seed-like form. It's dormant. And Guru's business is to help it come out. That's all. So he woke up in the morning and said, I cannot give up the service of, of Ram. Read Bhagavatam, just Sanatana Prabhu gives the example of Hanuman to make his point. The spiritual world is, is fueled by a kind of bias. The very thing that we object to in a very basic spiritual sense, bias, prejudice, favoritism, which betrays attachment, is the very thing that fuels the spiritual world. But that's a healthy type of bias. Transcending material bias based on material attachment, if we can develop attachment for Krishna in a particular way, that is then the, uh, the variety that is the spice of life that makes up uh, by Kunta. So Hanuman was asked, what is it? Garuda was uh, sent to Hanuman. Hanuman is a great devotee of Ram, monkey servitor of Ram. And uh, Garuda told, was told by Krishna and Dwarka, tell, tell Hanuman to come. I have some seva for him. Something like that. So Garuda went, he said, hop on. Garuda is the bird carrier of Vishnu. He said, hop on, and they want to take you to Dwarka. Krishna has some service for you. He says, yes, I, I tell him I'll be right there. Tell him just a minute. So Guru says, it's Krishna. And this is, he's supposed to be a devotee. So Krishna sent me here to bring a great, bring a great devotee named Hanuman. You're Hanuman. And, uh, but I, what kind of devotee? I'm telling you, Krishna wants you. He's saying, just a minute. So he's a little confused, and he flew back. And when he arrived back in Dwarka, Krishna said, oh, uh, go, go and tell him that, um, what do you say? Tell him that Ram has him. It's, 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 it's Ram that wants him. So what, Garuda flew back, and Krishna appeared as Ram. It said that... Uh, Garuda went back to grab, to get him, to pick him up, tell him it was Ram, and before, uh, and, and he, and, and he, and he jumped there. Hanuman was a big jump. So he got there before Garuda could even take him there. His enthusiasm was, was such. So this kind of bias, that's, that's very good. So Anupam had that. Later on, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard about it because 
Vallabha doesn't play a prominent part in, uh, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela because shortly thereafter, he, in, in, in feelings of separation from Ram, he passed from the world. Hmm? Ram took him from the world. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard about this, he said, Oh, very nice. Glorious, he said, is that Lord who won't give up his devotee. And glorious is that devotee who will not give up his Lord. So such is the position. Therefore, Param Vaishnav, it is mentioned here. Rupert Chotu Bhai, Param Vaishnav. He's the younger brother of Rupa Goswami. He was a Param Vaishnav. Tanha Lana Rupa Goswami Prayage Oila Mahaprabhu Tahang Shuni Anundita Oila Rupa Goswami and Anupam went to Prayag and they were very pleased to hear the news that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was already there. Prabhu Chali Achin Bindu Madhava Darshane Lakshya Lakshya Lok Vaisai Prabhu Romilane So when they arrived there, Mahaprabhu was Chali Achin Bindu Madhava Darshan. He went to see the famous deity Bindu Madhava at Prayag and Lakshya Lakshya Lok Vaisai Prabhu Romilane Many, many lakhs and lakhs, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people were following him. He was going to have the darshan of the deity and they were going to have his darshan. Keha kande, keha hase, keha nachagai, Krishna Krishna bole keha, kodagadi ai. So some people were following the Lord. Keha kande, some cried. Keha hase, some were laughing. Keha nachi, some were dancing. Gai Krishna Krishna bole, chanting, saying, Krishna, Krishna. Keha Godagadi Jai. Some were rolling on the ground. Such waves of ecstasy were coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they were overtaken by that. Ganga Jamuna Prayag Narila Dubite. Prabhura Dubaila Krishna Premara Mana Jate. And Krishna Raskaviraj Goswami is trying to describe this event. And words are. He cannot, cannot, he cannot do justice with words. He says, at Prayag, there is the confluence of the Ganga, the Jamuna, Saraswati, but it cannot overflood Prayag. But Mahaprabhu's ecstasy, his tears of ecstasy, drowned the whole of Prayag in an ocean of love of God. <laughs> this is the idea. Bidadeki dui bhai rohila nirjane. Prabhura avesha hila madhavadarshane. So the two brothers arrived and they saw this and they stayed at a, in a secluded place. They avoided the, the crowd. They observed this in wonder. They saw Mahaprabhu, Prabhura avesha, the Lord was absorbed hila madhavadarshane, having the darshan of. So they let him have the darshan of the deity. They didn't go near. They stayed in the background. People were very much trying to uh, come close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. But their nature was different. They stayed in, in the background. And what will happen? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
Nache Prabhu Hari Dwani Kori was dancing, making the sound Hari Hari. He's raising his arms, asking all the people to chant. Prabhura Mahima Dekki Loke Chamatkar Prayagi Prabhura Lila Nari Bar. So everyone was full of wonder, astounded at the greatness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He says, Indeed, I cannot uh, properly describe the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at Prayag. Dakshinatya Viprasane Ache Purichai Sei Vipra Nimantriya Nila Nijolai. So, a, 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 a South Indian Brahmin offered Mahaprabhu a place to stay and, and, and meals. Mahaprabhu accepted and Vipra Grihe Asi Prabhu Nibrite Vasila. He went to that house and, and a place was arranged for him, a quiet place, and there the two brothers then came and met Prabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in private. Dui Guchatrin Dunhe Dashani Dharia Prabhu Deki Dure Padde Dandavatahana. Seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in that place, from a, from some distance, just getting the uh, the sight of him, they took some straw, some grass, and put it between their teeth, and it fell down, flat, offering their pranam, their obeisance to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is a custom in Bengal to put some grass between your teeth. A sign of humility to tie a yellow handkerchief around your neck to show sub- submission. Krishna did that when he, uh, in Rasalila, after he had disappeared from the gopis, when he saw the extent of their love, he was embarrassed. He had to make his way back because he's a connoisseur of love. He had to have that love himself. He wanted to taste that love himself. He tied a yellow handkerchief around his neck, and as we have to say, Please accept me. Aspiring like that, oh, he became Krishna became Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this kind of humility that characterizes Gaudiya Vaishnavism, it, it has its place in Krishna Leela. <laughs> Krishna showed that kind of humility before the gopis. So who wants Gaudiya Vaishnavism has to adopt that kind of humility. And Rup Goswami here, his brother. Anupam, Sri Bhalaba, they had that kind of humility. They took the straw between the teeth and laid out flat, paid obeisances to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, just seeing him from a distance. Nana shloka padi utte padi bar bar prabhu deki prema besha huila dunhar. So they were overwhelmed with emotion. They were sent, reciting various Sanskrit verses. Uh, in praise of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they were learned scholars. They were they were reciting uh, well-known verses from the scripture, getting up and falling down again, getting up and falling down again. Sri Rup Dekiya Prabhura Prasanna Huilaman Uta Uta Rupa Aisha Balilavachan. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, seeing them, was so pleased. He was so happy to. We cannot imagine. How happy he was to see these two, and just like uh, dear friends, he called them. Please come, Uta Uta, Rupa Isha, Rupa, come, 
Get up, Rupa. Come. Krishna Karuna Kichu Najaja Barnani Vishai Kupa Huite Kodila Tomaduijan. See, Krishna has been very merciful to you, two brothers. He has delivered you from Vishai Kupa, the well of the deep, dark well of material enjoyment. Like if you fall in a well, how will you get out? Such is the nature of material entanglement. So he's freed you from that. He's been very kind to you. Mahaprabhu chants a sloka himself. He says, Name bhaktas chaturvedi mad bhakta swapa chopriya thas maideyam tatograyam sacha pujo jatahiyaham this is um, a verse attributed to Lord Krishna. It's cited in Hari Bhakti Vilas. This verse also appears in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke this verse also to Sanatana Goswami. It's based on his seeing the, the humility of the two brothers and understanding that the extent of their humility corresponds with, with it high degree of devotion that they have praying. Mahaprabhu, as I said, has his given a mandate in his mission that his devotees must be humble, and he set a very high standard for that. To be humble like a blade of grass, he said. But this humility that Mahaprabhu speaks of, while in one sense it is the doorway to, to bhakti, the real practice that is consistent and steady and brings taste and experience. Bhaktisiddhanta Sastri Thakur defined humility as absence of the enjoying spirit. As soon as we, as much as we have the enjoying spirit, oh, then some, some, some sense of well-being and uh, pride and and so forth comes comes within us and swells up and. And we cannot chant Hare Krishna with a humble state of mind. So he defined humility in this way. In that sense, to the extent we become freed from the enjoying spirit and correspondingly develop a service spirit, an ego service, a service of an ego of service, then we are really entering into the spirit of bhakti. And while this verse of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that I quoted about humility, as I said, is kind of an an, an entryway to bhakti. If we can just em, embrace this one verse and develop this kind of humility, oh, then everything can come from that. At the same time, the full measure of humility that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu speaks about only manifests in Prem. Therefore, in Sharanagati, surrender, the final symptom is uh, dhanya, humility. Anukulyasya sankapa pratikulyasya vajanam. Rakshakshatiti vishvashvogu pritve varanam tata atmanikshepa karponye. Sadvidha saranagati. Karponye, another way of saying. Humility. Humility begets prem, love. Love begets humility. Do you follow? Humility uh, invites prema and prema brings humility. So, a basic idea of, of humility that will invite Krishna, attract Krishna's attention. If a sadhu sees that we are humble, 
and means that, that the enjoying spirit is not prominent within us. Oh, he'll think here is a good place to invest my time and energy. This will not, what I say will not go in one ear and out the other. It'll go in and take place in the heart. So it attracts bhakti, it attracts prem. And as we get prem, prem brings the kind of humility we see in Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, Anupam, and so on, these types of devotees. The closer the finite soul comes to the infinite, then in reality, then it will feel oh, what it means to be finite, what it means to be in the presence of the infinite. Therefore, we find great devotees in their prayers deprecating themselves. This is not kind of a, any kind of a psychological uh, dysfunction or lack of uh, self-esteem. Is is deep sense of of realization. What is the nature of the of reality, the infinite? What is my position in? Not only is what is my position in, in relation to that, but in frame it means I'm insignificant. But I've come to such a position, so close. This in Krishna consciousness, in, in what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching, and the finite soul can take such a position in relation to the absolute that the absolute subordinates itself, himself. So this is mind-boggling. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says a nice verse. He speaks about the. Uh, Rupa Goswami in this way. He says, even though a person, this is a verse he quotes from Hari Bhakti Vilas, uh, this is a verse attributed to Krishna, even though a person is very learned scholar of Sanskrit and Vedic literatures, he is not accepted as my devotee unless he is pure in his bhakti. Even though a person is born in the family of dog-eaters, Chandala, the kind of person that's considered to be low, low class, he is very dear to me. If he is a pure devotee, who has no motive to enjoy fruitive activities or mental speculation, indeed in all respect, all respect should be given to him. Whatever he offers should be accepted. Such devotees are as worshipable as I am. So Rupa Goswami and Anupam, they had been ostracized from the Brahminical community because they had taken service in the Islamic government. And uh, so they were considered impure by certain religious standards. And this is why one of the reasons that they kept themselves in the background and didn't put themselves forward and, and so forth. They did come to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, but from a distance they paid their obeisances and considered themselves very impure. And from one point of view, as I say, from an external point of view, the society considered them like that, the Hindu society. From another point of view their actual bhakti and devotion mandated such a temperament and disposition. So Mahaprabhu is saying, he's, he's saying the kind of humility that they have, what they're showing, and their interest in Krishna, and Krishna Nam, the, 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 the taste that they have for that, this should be emphasized. This is the real uh, important characteristic to determine their position if anything else, marginally speaking, surrounds them, that should not be given any uh, consideration. But the nature of their faith, the extent of their, the measure of their humility, this is all important. Mm-hmm. After reciting this verse, Mahaprabhu embraced the two brothers. 
And out of his mercy, cause his mercy, he placed his feet on their heads, a way of showing uh, blessing. Prabhu Kripa Pandunghe Dui Hatta Judi Din Han Stuti Kore Binai Archari. After receiving the Lord's mercy in this way, the two brothers folded their hands in great humility. They offered the following prayers to the Lord. So these are the famous prayers now of Rupa Goswami. He had recited, as it was mentioned, many different shlokas and so forth. But these are his own prayers. And in these prayers, he expresses his understanding, his realization of who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually is. Many, many people in the crowd are interested in in him and seeing his dancing and chanting. They're infected by it. It's contagious. And they're dancing and crying. But who is he? What is his position? What does he come to give and do and so forth? Rupa Goswami understood this. And here his verse speaks to us loudly about that. He says, Namo Mahabodhanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaur Trishay Namaha He says, I offer my pranam, my obeisance. Namo Mahabodhanaya To you who are the most charitable person, who are the greatest giver, the most magnanimous. He qualifies that. Why is that so? Krishna Prema Pradayate. Because what you are giving, that is Krishna Prema. Love of Krishna. Love of Krishna is so valuable that it's more valuable than Krishna. Everyone thinks that Krishna is valuable. (laughs) Who knows about him? But love of Krishna is more valuable. Again, the devotee, therefore, who has who embodies love of Krishna is more important to us than Krishna himself. If we are to love Krishna, okay, Krishna is the object of love, but those who embody uh, a particular type of love of Krishna or, or just love of Krishna in general, they are a stimulus, udipana, for our developing that love. They are the, the role model for us. They take that uh, the theory of love of Krishna and manifest it practically. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is Krishna. He came to taste that love. And in the context of tasting that love, he's giving it to everyone. Rupa Goswami is saying, you are the most magnanimous because you're giving Krishna Prem, the most valuable thing. Sridhar once extended this idea in his comments. He said, if you have the most valuable thing and you give it to the most qualified people, that is not the full measure of magnanimity or charity. But if you have the highest, most valuable thing and you give it to the most unqualified people, then you have the real standard of magnanimity. And this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did. He didn't discriminate in, in who he gave that to. To anyone and everyone. He made the chief architects of his mission, Rup Sanat and Goswami, Haridas Thakur, in terms of uh, the example for chanting. And all of them were uh, outcasts from the orthodox Hindu religious society. It's a way of saying 
this is for anyone and everyone. And he went to Puri. He caused, caused a social disturbance, giving a place for Haridas, a gardener, going to visit him every day. So he's giving, he giving it to more, even unqualified people, the highest thing. This is the full measure of magnanimity. So he says, you are the most magnanimous. The reason is because you are giving the most valuable thing. Krishna Prem, Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne, Gauruti Maha. He says, you are the gold, you are the, uh, the gold, the, the fair Krishna. You are the white black. <laughs> you are the fair dark. Mahabharu is a, is, a, is a very complex religious person, theological person, spiritual person, full of contradictions. He's Krishna. Krishna, the word Krishna also means black, dark. And Gora means fair or golden. So he's saying, you are black. You are the white black. You are black in white. So, something like that. Yeah. Uh, has a deeper meaning too. But also we can draw from it, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving something that will, that will turn our head around completely. Turn us completely on a tilt. What we think is the world, what we think is life, all the variety that we see, and experience through our senses and make through our senses we experience and we make determinations I like this I don't like that this is good this is bad we live in that mental world of goods and bads happies and sads likes and dislikes very very small picture you cannot get anyone to agree with you entirely because everyone has their own set of senses and mind which is making determinations slightly different than yours as to the nature of experience. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it happy? Is it sad? So all this world of apparent, apparent variety based on sense perception, that is a, not a real reading of life. One, it can be said, real reading of life is it's all one. Underneath all this variety, apparent variety is, is one thing, Brahman, consciousness. But Bali Bidibhusan has made a nice point. He said, ah, just to say that the false variety of material life based on sense perception is false. Therefore, reality is the antithesis of that. The antithesis, of that. The antithesis being no variety, identifying with the underlying foundation of, the, of, of existence, consciousness, undifferentiated consciousness. He said that's not very uncommon thought. And Vedanta deals with uncommon, uncommon subject matter. So what is uncommon? To turn the whole thing around. To take, to take the false variety of material existence, the names and forms which we can explain are all illusory here today and gone tomorrow. It doesn't take a lot to, to, uh, to understand. We're chasing after figments of the imagination, in the name of family, friends, country, possessions, and so forth, and to say that the reality is 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 about chasing after forms and being attached to things, and spiritual life means in 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 Krishna Lok, everyone is attached to their cows and to their to their place of birth and their houses and one another and so forth. He says, this is turning the whole thing upside down. 
This is the uncommon message of the Vedanta. In other words, one and different at the same time. He says, is achintya, inconceivable? There's a kind of variety that arises out of unity that doesn't compromise the unity that material, as material variety does. So, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to give is, is, is meant to, I've said this many times, spiritual life is about change, so we should expect to change. Our thinking about what Krishna consciousness is will change as we go along. In the beginning we are taught Krishna is the Supreme God. Prabhupada says it on every page, almost in every paragraph of his book. He makes a point of it. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Everywhere. Why? He keeps doing that. again. He does it for a reason. It's not that he's trying to be a Pulitzer Prize winning writer and use a variety of phrases and so forth for the sake of of um, uh, literary uh, embellishment. No. Uh, he has a point to make. Krishna, the, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God. And by making this point and stressing this point again and again and again, over and over and over, he hopes to bring us to a type of spiritual practice that will result in our, our thinking that Krishna is not the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna says in Gita, what? Ahamsarvasya prabhavo matasavam pabartate iti matvabhajante mam buddhabhavasamanvita Those who know me, more as he's saying, as the Supreme God, the source of everything, when you know this is it, it doesn't get any higher than this, then we have an object in which we can invest everything. We are all looking for the best thing to invest our, our heart in, our energy in, our time. So if we can understand theoretically, this is the position of Krishna, then we can have the kind of enthusiasm to invest everything. And when we invest everything, Buddha, Bhava, Samanvita, then we, that kind of understanding, that tattva, that philosophical understanding, will fuel our bhajan, our practice, such you will arrive at a position like the inhabitants of Vrindavan who don't think that Krishna is God. They think, oh, he's my friend. The gopis think, oh, he's our lover. Mother Yasoda thinks he's my son. Even if he does wonderful things, which he does, they think, oh, that Vishnu is working through him. Narayan is doing that. He's just our son. He's just my friend. So, in this way, we... Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching is very um, meant to turn our turn us upside down. So we should enter into this and be prepared for change, a transformation. So he says, "Namo Mahabharanaya Krishna Premapadayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaurakrishnaya." You are Krishna. You are black, but you are golden. So it also means, of course, Antara Krishna Bahir Gaudam. As Jiva Goswami said, your black means you're Krishna, but your golden means that you have the, uh, uh, the disposition of Radha, the complexion of Radha, the sentiment of Radha. Sentiment of, of Radha means the sentiment of the highest devotee. She is deity, an example of devotion for us both. You are, you are the Krishna of the name Krishna Chaitanya, he says. Krishna 
Chaitanya Namne Gora Tushay Namaha. Krishnaya Krishna, you are of the you are the Krishna of the name Krishna Chaitanya Gora Tushay, and your complexion is golden. I pay my obeisances to you. So Krishna Chaitanya means what? It means Chaitanya means consciousness. Krishna means Krishna. Krishna Chaitanya means Krishna consciousness. You are the Krishna, he says, of the name Krishna consciousness. Your complexion is golden. Krishna consciousness means, in the fullest sense, uh, is, 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 is embodied in, in, in Sri Radha. She is Krishna conscious. She is the be-all and end-all of, of being conscious of Krishna. She has a fair complexion, a golden complexion. So Mahaprabhu's name given at the sannyas, Krishna Chaitanya, it means like this. Who is absorbed in, in Krishna consciousness, in the consciousness of your Krishna, in the consciousness of Krishna. Not It means aware of Krishna, in love of Krishna, absorbed in that. And therefore, of course, that's why you're giving. Radharani is said to be the compassionate nature of Krishna, giving to everyone. There's a famous verse of Rupa Goswami, and many years ago, when I was uh, a, 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 a young man uh, living in, in, as, as a brahmachari, one sannyasi, disciple of, of Prabhupada, uh, he liked me, and I was a uh, kind of enthusiastic fellow, so he took a liking to me, and he said, when you hear this verse, what do you think of? So I said, Maharaja, you tell me. Obviously you have some answer that uh, I'm not going to catch probably. I, I don't know. Well, I think of Lord Chaitanya. And, he, and he's like this. And uh, he has a fair complexion. He's very magnanimous. He's giving love of Krishna. These are the obvious answers. I knew he wasn't looking for the obvious answer. He had something else, something special he wanted to tell me. So I let him answer. He said, What? Rupa Goswami. The author of the verse. Your mind should go to this. Who could realize this about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and became the one to broadcast that everywhere, to tell us about that, who could understand what was the meaning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent? What was it? Articulate that. That means Mahaprabhu is like a, I've given an example before, like a waterfall of ecstasy, of love of God. A great waterfall like Niagara Falls. You can stand back and watch it, but oh, it's breathtaking, but you can't get close to it and, and make any uh, much, uh, utilize it personally. But Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, they took that waterfall of ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and turned it into a lake of their writings that we could drink from, bathe in. It was a form, a loose form of institutionalizing and, and thereby making accessible the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So our, our mind should go to Rupa Goswami. As I said earlier, Chait Krishna wanted to taste the love of Radha and he needed the help of Rupa Goswami to do that. Therefore, Rupa Goswami had to appear along with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna chasing after the experience of Radha, Radha's love. And he had trouble 
trying to get it. Rupa Goswami had no trouble. His position is as is as a handmaiden of Radha, so absorbed in serving her that whatever she experiences vicariously, Rupa Goswami experiences. If we study carefully Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in terms of his 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 search for this, we find the importance of of Rupa Goswami and Chaitanya Charitamrita. Mahaprabhu had to taste that via the via the method of Rupa Goswami. That's the only way to taste it. Taste it. He couldn't become Radha. So Rupa Goswami is is showing to people of this world how they can taste that. What Krishna is having trouble tasting. It's a very uh, mind-boggling offer. The offer of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming via Rupa Goswami. Therefore, we say Rupanuga Sampradaya. We are the followers of Rupa Goswami. So very uh, nicely, that Sanyasi taught me that the devotee is even more important than, than the Lord. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu happens to be in the mood of a devotee. But m- more so important to us is Rupa Goswami himself, Sanatana Goswami. So, in this way, Rupa Goswami compile, composed this verse spontaneously. Another verse here, I won't go into that tonight. Uh, in praise of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, uh, has embraced Rupa and Balaba and as the chapter now begins to unfold, the Siksha of Rupa Goswami to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Rupa Goswami will be made uh, available to all of us. Any question? You said that um, the Chaitanya couldn't taste that love, so instead he had to do it through Rupa Goswami. It's kind of interesting that Krishna couldn't taste it, so then he descended as Chaitanya being both together, but he still couldn't do it. So well, he's, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in, in an attempt to adopt the, the bhava of Radha. He's pursuing that. He's pursuing that. Rupa Goswami is experiencing it. So if we study Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's experience of that, to the extent that he experienced that, we find that he went via the method of Rupa Goswami. This is the point. When he finds himself at the base of Govardhan in, in Spurti, in when he enters into the Leela, that he's picking flowers for the gopis, he, he, his role there is, is as a manjari. So when Chaitan, to the extent that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tasted that, he tasted it through the, through the manjari bhav, which is the bow of Rupa Goswami. This is the idea. Rather higher topic for us, but sometimes it comes up. Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita ki jai, Gauri Vashtam Guru Parampara ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai.